Hi. How are you? I'm good. This weather is just like, I'm on a whole new level. It's gorgeous. I was talking about with Max if like people who move away, like for, let's just use Meggie as an example, my sister. So like she moves away and you know, she loves the weather in California and all of that. But then it's like, do you really appreciate it? No, you don't. Because then this happens and you're like... Going from winter to spring in Ohio is probably the happiest you could ever be as a person. I agree. I don't think people that don't have seasons, I don't think they appreciate the weather like we do. Sorry, Mowgli's deciding that she wants to come into the kitchen and (laughs) plop her fat ass down. Um, Yeah, I think you probably just get numb to it. Yeah. And then you kind of like maybe take it for granted. But yeah, I am this weather. Because it barely even rains in LA. Right. Like... This Even though weird. every time I've ever been, it rains, which <laughs> literally made me be like, I shouldn't, I don't belong here. <laughs> if I've ever wanted to move here, I'm not, because every time I come here, it rains. Yeah. Um, oh, this is two girls in Ohio. Oh, yes, I'm Kelly. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> we just really dove in there. <laughs> well, we were already in the middle of 12 conversations. That's so. <laughs> true. And then we were like, shit, we have to start recording. <laughs> we're on a time crunch here. We're missing the good stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What time is volleyball? I, w- I should leave at 6.30. Okay. We can do that. Oh, we for sure can. If this is two hours long, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> Everyone don't, loves it. Don't be. Um, anyway, so don't. what's new? <gasps> I was going to ask you the same thing. Um, our poor baby bobcats lost last oh. night. Wah, wah. That's okay. It was. It was just one of those things of like sometimes they lose like massively and it's like oh this is embarrassing and then sometimes they lose by like three points and you're like god like if one little thing could have changed we might be in the sweet 16 but they lost by like I think it ended up being like 12 points or something and so it was one of those things of like they were still really trying the entire time and it wasn't like a this is embarrassingly sad this was like a oh my god they're still like trying so hard and Mm -hmm. you just like your heart Mm kind of broke for them to be like they're not giving up. And, yeah. But it's also yeah. good because, like, it proves that they deserve to be there. Yeah. It's not like they didn't get blown out in the second round, so. Right. We still got farther than uh, OSU, so. Suckers. <laughs> the Ohio University. I mean, I know that we should, like, everyone's always like, why do people get so, so mean no, to OSU whatever. if you go to OU? And I'm like, because OSU people fucking brag about shit all the time. And then the one time, like, OU does something cool... And we get to be like, hey, Buckeyes are like, why are you so mean to us? I'm like, suck a big dick, guys. They don't, OSU does not understand how to lose. No. And so Oral Roberts, who beat OSU, yeah. they just won again. And it, oh. they beat, I forget who it was, but like a, another really big team. And Max was like rooting for them and like talking them up and all this stuff. And I look at him and I was like, I feel like you literally only care because they beat OSU. Like, you want them to win now because uh-huh. then we can be, because then OSU people can be like, well, we only lost because they were so good. Like, they had the top scorer <laughs> in the, all of college basketball right now. Like, no <laughs> one could have beat them. It's not us. But, like, all the Big Ten's looking shitty. Yeah. Like, the teams in the Big Ten who were ranked lower are the ones that won. And everyone, and I was like, this makes it look like we just weren't as great as a conference as we thought we were. Which is always the Big Ten. I know. <laughs> Did you also know, I'm finding out so much about sports. Um, sports. So, like. This is a sports um, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Changing it to a sports <laughs> podcast. Crichton, who played OU last night, they're in the Big East. 
So I was like, oh, are they some, like, New England team or something? And they're from, like, Nebraska or something. And then it made me, like, very nervous for a second. And I was like, where the fuck's Nebraska? Because I did not think that was East. And Max is like, it's not. And I was like, then why are they in the Big East? And he was like, it doesn't really have anything to do with their name. And he was like, like, the Big Ten is all over. I was like, but Big Ten doesn't no, have a direction, direction tied to it. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't assume yeah. that. Because yeah. Villanova is in the Big East, but they're Philadelphia, so that at least, like, yeah. makes sense. It probably made sense when the conference first started or something, and then it had to it expanded Because it really goes on, like, enrollment and how big the university is. Like, that's how you yeah. get in your conferences. Yeah. So, I'm sure it made sense at some point, and then probably over the years, it just expanded and now it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. OU lost. I bet okay. there was still a party. I bet everyone just oh. drank because they were sad. I was laughing and smiling so hard at them being jackasses on Court Street. I was oh, like, oh, my God. Yeah, Bailey cry. sent us a video of Court Street. <laughs> They're, like, facing, like, legal um, of things are. now because they were breaking rules, like, because of COVID policy. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I get it. But let's be real. Athens was already plagued by COVID back in the beginning because none they've of all, them were following they've directions. They've all had it. They've all had it. <laughs> they've all no had one it. there is getting COVID no, who hasn't had it no, before. They've all had it. Um, yeah, they. that was like full-on riot on Court Street when they yeah. won back two weeks or a week ago, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, so the only team I really care about now is Villanova. They're still in it. Still so, in it. Yeah. They were not looking good, though, at the beginning of their game, but they ended up winning, I think, by, like, 15 points or something. They just went on, like, a big run. But Just needed a second. Yeah, but I was a little nervous. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want everyone to lose because then I just don't care anymore. Like, if it's not a team I care about, and I feel like that's why people make brackets, so that way they still kind of care. Max's bracket has gone to shit, and I feel like he does not even know what to do with himself because he hates losing so much. Like, he is just like, oh, my God, like, I, I just lost all the ball. And I'm like, it's okay, Max. Like, my bracket never is good. And he's like, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I fucking suck. And you're supposed to be the best. But, like, this should be a lesson in losing. You can lose sometimes. You it's can. okay. It's a fact. Yeah. Oh, it's a Lord. fact. Uh, any house updates? Um, we painted half of our room. We just ordered stuff for our closet, which is oh, exciting. Yes. We're doing, like, built-in stuff. Cool. Um, which, so we tried to do, like, the closet design on a bunch of websites. They're all fucking stupid. Your closet basically has to be exactly, like, a normal measurement of, like, a square or something. And, like, I don't know. It was really dumb. So, we ended up doing, um, Easy Track, which is just, like, through Lowe's, but... Mm. It was the best price, and it just made the most sense for, like, what we wanted. Mm -hmm. So we just did that, and it's on its way, and I'm really excited. That's my clothes, exciting. not like I put my clothes away, let's be mm -hmm. real here, but mm -hmm. um, at least things I don't wear often were, like, kept nicely in a closet yep. back at the old house. Yep. So now I can put them back nicely where they belong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the same 20 items I wear all the time will still be on my floor. Yeah, just in a continuous pile of clean, dirty, clean, dirty on yeah. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do a messy room like I've never seen before. <laughs> it's impressive. On TikTok the other day, there's this woman that was like, proof that I live with my husband or something like that. Something dumb. And she like had her side of the room and it was like immaculate. And then she like turned around and the other side of the room was like destroyed. And I was like, that's the opposite with me and Max. <laughs> Max's side of the room is like perfect. My side of the room is just complete and utter chaos. <laughs> 
I can't help it. Listen, it works for you. I feel better that way. When things are too clean, I'm like, ugh. It's just going to get messed up in two seconds. Then I'm mad I put effort into it. That's funny. Yeah. I like that about you. Um, so my brother-in-law's in Egypt. Saw that. <laughs> Did see that. Yeah. At dinner last week, we were all just hanging out, and he was like, all right, guys, on Thursday, I leave for Egypt. We were just like, Jack, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, an investor I know and I've been working with just has, like, people he needs to go meet out there with. And he was kind of inviting us, so me and Andy are just going to go. So there's, like, photos of him riding camels and just, like, all this shit. And I'm like, all right. Catherine just sat there with, like, a look on her face, like, couldn't stop him if I tried. So he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Egypt's never... It's weird. Egypt's never really been somewhere I was like, gotta go. Um, it just seems really uncomfortable for, like, a long period of time. Like, I don't see any comfort in that vacation. Like, hot <laughs> and sand? So hot. Yeah. And so much sand. Yeah. I mean, the, the pyramids would be cool. Of course. Um, yeah, I just feel like... I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to phrase this in a way that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm going to sound like an ignorant person. And yeah. whatever. It is what it is. You are who you are. So I think <laughs> if I traveled more, yes. I would be interested in places like Egypt. Fair. I do not travel that much. So when I travel, I want to feel comfortable. So I want to go somewhere where, like, they would probably speak English. Yeah. I could hang out yeah. and, like, not have to be too stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that sounds like I want everyone to cater to me, but I don't. Like... I feel like if I went to Egypt and got mad at everyone because they weren't doing what I wanted or, like, no one spoke English or I had to do their customs, like, yeah, I'd be a shitty person. But that's why I'm, like, I just don't think I want to go to Egypt right now because I don't have it in me to, like, yeah, learn what they would need me to do yeah. to be a good guest in Egypt. Yeah, I think, well, I think you hit the nail on the head is that people act like traveling is, like, super fun all the time. And that's not actually true. Correct. <laughs> traveling is really hard. And stressful. It's really stressful and really hard. And sometimes when you do it alone, it's kind of better because you don't have anyone to yell at. (laughs) Well, and there's only your expectations. Yes. And sometimes I think the level of being like, oh my God, this other person's uncomfortable right now or they don't want to be doing this. Whereas if you travel alone, it's like there are zero expectations other than your own, Mm -hmm. which I mean, yeah, you might be let down, but that's an internal situation you got to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I've only traveled overseas alone and... It always seems easier that way. I've never traveled anywhere alone, but... (laughs) I also went out west by myself. I don't know. I might just... (laughs) But you... But, okay, when you went overseas, though, you were doing college stuff. First time. So you weren't, like, alone alone. No, no, no. I wasn't alone alone. Um, Just, like, had to do... Didn't know how to get anywhere. Right. When you had, like, free time, you could, like, be alone. Yeah. I'll just never forget trying to get from the airport to the university in Scotland. Yeah. I, that was, I mean, I was a junior going you into my to, like, year. five years and like, two hours. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? This is not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then going to France, obviously, I was much older and had traveled much more by then. But yeah. that... That was easier. Yeah. And Nikki was there, but, like, you still did things on your own. Yeah. So, it's definitely, no. I think people are like, oh, Wonderlust, it's so much fun. It's so breezy. Like, it's not fucking breezy. There's, like, like, I would say not even half it is breezy. 
when you're doing like city trips and like abroad trips, that's not breezy. There's no, no like, this is just great. Let's just hang out. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> you're lost, probably. You don't know where the fuck you are. <laughs> it's getting dark. Well, and then I think it's easy to look back after things. So, okay, let me take my Cuba trip, for example. When we got off there, Cuba was like way sketchier than we imagined. We were like, we didn't feel comfortable, even with our husbands, with me, Max, Kate, and Jack. And like, we thought we were gonna go out night clubbing. And I was like, if I feel uncomfortable in broad daylight here, I don't know how I'm gonna feel tonight. But also, kudos to you for knowing that. Well, kudos in the beginning, yes, but we- (laughs) I know, I know the ending of that story. (laughs) But then, so we were kind of like, we don't know what to do. And we thought maybe we could get an excursion through the trip um, and at least be with like a group of people. So we were like, at least we'd feel like a little bit safer and everything was booked already because people booked it before we got there. So we kind of were like, we'll go out like early and have dinner and then come back. So we did that. And we ended up being at this one place for drinks and we were literally about to like call it a day and head home. And this like old, well, all the cars there are old because they can't bring in new cars. So it was like a 50s bright pink convertible pulls up outside of this bar and like 10 people get out, which I'm like, how are 10 people even fitting in this car? And two of these dudes are speaking English and I'm like, okay, these people were on our cruise ship. Like I guarantee it. So we strike up a conversation. They were like the most hilarious, like middle-aged dudes I'd ever met in my life. And the one was like flaming gay. I don't know if he like told us he was gay, but like I think he was for sure gay. They were business partners from Dallas. And basically they got like offered to come on this cruise by a franchise company that wanted to franchise their business. And they were like, we weren't interested, but we wanted a free cruise, so here we are. And I'm like, okay. And they basically had this guy that they'd met earlier from Cuba who'd been driving them around all day. And they were like, he said, nothing's fun until like 1130. So we're going to go back to the cruise ship and drink. And then he's going to take us to a club. Do you want to come with us? And Kate was like, yes. And I immediately am like, oh my God, I don't want to. Like all this stuff. And Kate was like, it'll be fine. It's fine. Whatever. So we go back. I get like hammer town. So by the time we leave, I'm like, don't even know. We show up to this like place. It was called like XXX Fantasy or something. And I'm like, are we at a strip club? Like what's happening? And it literally was just a house that someone had turned into a club. And we had the best time ever and like came back in like a weird taxi and Whatever, but it was one of those things that, like, looking back, I was like, that was, like, the best, and Cuba is great, and that was fun. But when I actually broke it down to, like, the fact that we thought we weren't going to get to go anywhere, it was kind of sketchy and stressful, and it all, like, lucked out. You know, if you don't go into that part of the story, it just seems like it was, it was so much trip. fun. Yeah. But when you actually break it down, it's like, it was pure coincidence that we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's a lot of travel. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, let yourself have a good time... Because there's definitely times where I've been like, nope, gonna go. This isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But what were we talking about? Oh. Um, traveling. Tra- right? Oh, uh, Egypt. Jack Egypt. is in Egypt. Yeah. So, yeah, he's there for, I think, like two weeks or something. You would need to be. The flight would be murder. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. No. So, yeah, he's just hanging out with camels and shit. That's cool. Good old Jack. He's always good for a surprise. Good for a surprise. Um, I wrote other things down. Let me see what else I got okay. in here. Um, oh, okay. What I'm loving is... And now... Do you ever get nervous we, like, talk about shit and then we re-talk about shit? But then I'm like, whatever. It's probably fine. Did I tell you about the circle? 
No. Okay. So, I think it started a while ago, because season two, I think, is about to air. But it's a Netflix original. And it basically is, it kind of seems like it was made for quarantine. Like, they probably should have filmed it during quarantine. But people move into this apartment building, and there's a social media called The Circle. And it's made up just for the show. And you get to be whoever you want to be. And the goal is to, like, at the end of every episode, they rate each other. Mm. And so you want to be, like, at the top. So you basically are trying to, like, kind of be a people pleaser. Like, you want everyone to like you. But then some people go on there and they're like, I'm going to just be me. And if people don't like me, it is what it is. I'm not going to be safe. is this a reality show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's a reality show. Okay. Um, so it's like eight people and then everyone votes. And if you get in the top, you're an influencer. And if you're an influencer, you get to vote someone out and they're like blocked. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. It was really good. <laughs> um, I mean, Max and I love any sort of competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. show. So yeah, we were yeah, like, so. oh my God, this person's going to vote, be voted yeah. off or whatever. But it was interesting to see when people went in, if they like went in as themselves or they went oh. in to like be a catfish and yeah. like would pretend to be other yeah. people. And then like a few times people got figured out and it was just interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, it was, it's like 10 episodes, I think, like an hour long. So it's nothing oh, okay. to whatever. And it was funny. I, the people were funny, I thought. Yeah. There's an Indian kid on there named Shubham. And he basically was saying how he thinks social or social media is like the end of the world. Like, he's like, it's horrible. Like, everyone's fake. No one knows how to interact anymore. Like, no one's the real self. So he's like, I'm going to be 100% myself. And he's this, like, geeky Indian kid. He was hilarious. And he ended up being like, everyone was obsessed with him. And he was like, oh, my God, like, I can't even believe this right now. Like, I thought people on social media would be so mean and hate me. But you think about it, and it's like, it's a game where, like, real social media is not a game. So, like, people probably would have been mean to him at some point on real social media. Whereas, like, here, everyone wants to like you. But he honestly was, like, the most likable human ever. So it didn't surprise me. But Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you guys do love those shows. You guys love to talk. Yes. So not that I don't. But you both <laughs> love to talk. <laughs> so it makes sense that you want to have conversations while you're watching a TV show. Well, that's like so that Your Honor show that we started with Brian Cranston, that was really good, but it's like pretty dark and you have to pay attention or else you miss shit. And like Max God love him, but he's always trying to, like, predict because he wants to be right. So he's always like, I bet this is going to happen. And I'm like, can we just watch it? Because I'm not going to know what's actually happening. So then we end up, like, pausing. And then, like, what he said happened didn't happen. And then it's, like, a whole thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we, like, sometimes it's just easier to watch stupid shit that, like, if we're right, we're right. If we're wrong, Max doesn't, like, throw things at the TV. What? So. <laughs> I can't. Uh, what, what did I – what one was did I say last time? Because that happened – Ah, uh, fuck. The magic show? No, not was locking. Was that two episodes ago? Not locking key. What the fuck was it? Damn it. I can't, I can't remember. But it was like a what? Oh, behind her eyes. Oh, you didn't tell me about that. Okay, behind, behind her eyes. I heard it from a po- on a podcast and it was recommended. So I was like, let's watch this. So we watched it. What's it on? Uh, Netflix. Okay. And it has a wild ass ending. It's very well written. So they did a really good job with it. And it does have, like, a weird, it does take, like, a weird mystical turn, but you're already (laughs) into it, so you're like... That's like Game of Thrones. They did that. Like, the first season of Game of Thrones, there's, like, not weird shit, like, there's not dragons and shit. Yeah. And then by the time they introduce all that crap, you're like, I mean, I've already watched. (laughs) It's okay. I'm this person now. Um, But... That happened. Roger predicted the end of it. And I was like, that's fucking outrageous. That's not going to happen. And it happened. And he was like, oh, 
He was like, I didn't think that was actually going to happen. I was just throwing that out there. I was like, what the fuck? How did you even think of that? It's so wild. Behind her eyes. Okay. Behind her eyes is a good one. Um, but you have to pay attention to it. Okay. Um, and then the comedian Nate um, Bergatsky. Ber- yeah. Uh, he just put out a new special on Netflix. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but... I had, I, Roger and I, I had to start watching the first one last night. I was like, because we, Kelly, Max, and I will still die laughing about the dead horse. Yes. <laughs> and immediately Roger was like, this guy's fucking hilarious. Like, he's so awkward. He just is just like, the way he is is so funny. We were dying laughing. So he has a new one? He has a new one out. on Netflix. Netflix, okay. uh-huh. And he's been, like, doing his rounds promoting it. So he was just on Joe Rogan. He was just, like, he's doing his rounds on other podcasts and stuff. Nice. So he's just funny. He's on Joe... Okay, so Joe Rogan's podcast is so, like, enlightening. They have these crazy conversations. Right. And literally, he's on it, and they're talking about dinosaurs, and Joe Rogan, like, gets real deep about it, and, like, he's talking about how, like, dinosaurs were probably descendants of birds, and, like, all this shit, and Nate, how do you, I don't I know how to say his last name. Nate, Whatever. we're on first yeah, name basis. Yeah, we're on first name basis. He goes, honestly, this, this is the most I've ever thought about dinosaurs. I've never <laughs> been in a conversation about dinosaurs this deep. It was just so funny and so honest. Like, he wasn't trying to, like, not be himself. He was just like, no, like, I, I went to high school. <laughs> Nothing after that. I'm not going to pretend like I've not thought about this or anything. Mowgli gets very scared whenever I move. Uh, it's just how she is. She's going to go She's away. backing away. Yeah, she's like, she's like goodbye. This is plenty. I need um, a good Mowgli pic to post on our Instagram. Sounds good. Um... And then um, a new season of The Masked Singer just started, which you love, love that, that shit. shit. It's so good. I feel like I already know how who some people are. You don't, though. I do. No. I know I do. I hear voices, and I know. I'm in a grocery store, and I can hear, like, a beat from a song, and I'll be like, I love this song. And people are like, what the fuck song is this? Even, oh, my God, great example yesterday. I don't what? even know. Okay. So, have you ever done the game of, like, what was the number one song when you were born? And people always, like, look yeah, it up. Okay. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So, Max always talks about how it was the safety dance song. Do you know that song? No. What? We can dance if we oh, want to. Yeah. We can leave y'all friends behind. Okay. Anyway. That, that is what flashed in my head, but I didn't want to say yes in case it was something else. <laughs> so, that song came on yesterday. We were at Crooked Can. And every time it comes on, I'm always like, Max, this is your song when you were born. And I was like, buy um, men without hats. And Max was like, no, this is like men at work. And I was like, no, it's not. This song is by men without hats. And he's like, absolutely not. It was the song when this I was This is my birth song. Really? That's what he said. And like for a moment in my head, he was like so sure that I was like, ugh. And then I'm like, Max has never known anything about music more than me ever in our entire yeah, relationship. So I looked it up and I was that's fucking true. right. Because of course I am. Of course. And men working sing the, um, like, we come from a land down under. Yes. They sing that song. Yes, but yes, men yes, without yes. hats sing the safety yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it. My brain does not know much, but it knows random shit like it know, that. It don't know much, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Mass Singer, I'm going to keep giving you my, my guesses. All right. So that way, that well, way when I'm right, everyone listen, can be I'm like, Listen, I'm going to create a right. spreadsheet and get some percentages of data here, and we're going to see how much you're right. Okay? okay. That's what we're going to do. Well, I was right the first episode because, are you ready for this? Ready. 
it was dumb. You're going to be like, this show's fucking stupid. But after they sang, I was like, it sounded like Kermit the Frog. I was like, look up whoever the fuck does Kermit the Frog's voice. And I was like, I think it was Jim Henson, who's dead, who he did die. But then a guy took over, and I forget his name now. But Max was like, all right, that's your guess. I was like, I don't know why anyone would know that, but, like, that's whose voice that was. And so at the end, they unmask him, and it was Kermit the Frog. Like, it was the puppet Kermit the Frog. See, that's how dumb that fucking show is. (laughs) That was dumb, and they should have just done the person who clearly did the voice of Kermit the Frog, but um, I was right. Like, what? Yeah. No one even guessed it. I mean, you have a great ear. I do. You have a great I ear. just know that shit. Great ear. Um, do you know what? No, not even worth the time. What? Go. I, I don't even know how, I don't know how I got there, so that's why I didn't, I don't know how to present it. I somehow, I have no fucking idea. Saw uh, who we call Rufi Colada, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Uh, from school, from OU. Uh, I saw his Instagram page, mm-hmm. and he shot a full-length feature, but in Ohio. Really? Yeah, over COVID. <clears throat> what was it? Uh, I didn't, I could, it was Instagram, so I couldn't see much. It was just photos. Yeah. Um, but it was, like, well, it had a whole cast and stuff, and then I thought it was in LA, and then I looked, it was, like, the location was tagged, and I was like, oh, they came back to Ohio to film it. Probably because there's less restrictions here. They actually could film Yeah, it. yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, interesting. But he said a statement that I was like, is Connor going to be mad about this? What? He said he shot his first feature-length film. I was like, hmm, I don't think that's true. I think you already shot a first feature-length film. So <laughs> technically, I think he was lighting. Or he was an assistant, a cinematographer... When we did Trailer Park, so technically if he shot it, like if he was the director of photography for it, uh, it was his first like feature film he shot, but he's worked on, if he said it was his first feature like film he ever worked on, that would be a lie, because that was Trailer Park. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, I know you, don't try <laughs> I know your past. I know your past. I, I think there. he was a, I think he was a grip, which is a lighting person, because then the next year after that he did camera stuff. Mm. But mm-hmm. good old Jeff. Interesting. I don't know how I got there. I don't even know who. Like, I have no idea. Oh, he commented on someone's, on someone else's picture. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, Jeff, random. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, he's like in all sorts of stuff because I follow him on something too. He worked, I think, for like ET or Extra uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, it looks like he has his hand. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he would be on like red carpets, yeah. like filming people. And yeah. I was like, how fucking cool. Yeah, but also, oh, he would appreciate that. He's a guy that would appreciate that. Yeah. He wasn't like hippy dippy, like. No. Just he loved a good the, famous person. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, who doesn't? Well, some people pretend they don't, but they do. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Liars. Um. Okay. Well, masked singer leads me into my person. <gasps> Who is it? Um, Ken Jong. Did I pronounce his last name right? I don't know who you're talking about. What the guy? Um, the Korean guy who is like in um, Hangover oh. and Community and yeah, Ken Jong. Community. <laughs> that show. Is that show so, is so good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, so he is interesting to me because he um was like started in Hollywood really like late in life. Yes, because he was a doctor. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So um, I was writing down my, like, what I'm loving, and I put the mass Singer, and then I was trying to think of who to do, and I was like, oh, I should do him. Yeah. Um, So he, I think, is really funny, 
But I also think he has a shtick and like I don't know if he'll ever move past it. And no, then I don't I've think seen so. his stand up and I didn't love his stand up. Yeah. I 100% agree. I don't I, he's been cast a certain way, slightly racist way for so <laughs> long that I don't think that he'll ever move past it. But with that being said, he's famous enough at this point that he can ride that wave if he wants to. Well, he also is writes, and then he also is a producer, yeah. and like all of that. So I think you know he doesn't. He's old enough that I don't think he will need to reinvent himself. But yeah. I just remember watching his stand up on I think it was Netflix, and just being disappointed because I did like him so much in the movies that he did. Um, stand up's hard though. Yes, and if you're an actor trying to go to stand up, that usually well, isn't he very started fun. in stand up. Okay, oh, well, so let me okay, jump okay. into it. So he was born in 1969 in Michigan, but they moved um, very when he was very young to North Carolina. So he basically grew up in North Carolina. His parents are immigrants from South Korea. Um, he went to Duke University and was pre-med, but he debated switching majors to acting um, or film because he was like just super interested in it. But um, it, he doesn't really go into it about like why. I'm assuming probably like family pressure or oh, just like if you're smart enough to be a doctor, yeah, why would you allowed. not be a doctor? No, no, no. Um, so then um, after he graduated from Duke, he got his MD at UNC. Um, and then he was in medical residency in North Carolina from 1990 to 1998. Mm -hmm. And that's when he was doing like open mic nights. Um, he would just do like random improv groups like while in residency, which like that's impressive because typically like I'll give um, like tours for the school and I'll get parents that are like, I'm doing my residency at OSU and my hours are like crazy and I'm never home. And so like we're going to need to find someone to pick and drop them off from the center and like all this stuff. So the fact that he was like had side hobbies during residency, I feel like kind of talks about how smart he is because he clearly like just had time to like also do other stuff. Um, so while he was in residency, he won the Big Easy Laugh Off, which I'm assuming is like some improv something. But one of the judges there was the president of NBC at the time. And he basically was like, you need to move out to L.A. And so he did, but he opened his own practice. So from 1999 to 2006, he was a physician, and he still just did, like, improv on the side. So he would do, like, open mic nights at, like, the Laugh Factory. Um, he lived in Woodland Hills and also um, at the Improv, which is apparently, like, another big place down in L.A. Um, he also, at that time, did some TV appearances on, like, The Office, Mad TV, Entourage, Kirby Enthusiasm. So just, like, little things. His first big thing, do you remember what it was? No. Um, I feel like I would have said The Hangover. Yeah. Um, but it was actually knocked up. He played the doctor in that oh. scene when she was, like, looking for yeah. her, an OB. Yeah. So it's funny because he played a doctor, which is probably why he got the job, honestly. Yeah. It's like, he's like, I am a doctor. I am a doctor. And I, it's funny yeah. as fuck. Um, so knocked up was his first thing. And then basically after that, he, like, kind of made such a name for himself from that one scene mm -hmm. that people were like, we want you to be that, like, small character in these little things. Oh. So that he went on to then do Hangover. Um, I think he was in, like, Step Brothers or something. But then he got on Community, which, like, was his first big, like, on a show, whatever, which uh, that show is so funny. And I feel like people either – Really like that show, yeah. or really like did Don't not understand not like it. That show, yeah, yeah I agree. It's kind of like Portlandia, or like any of those culty shows, or even like yeah. The Office. There's just some people or Friends, 
Like those cult shows are like that were on for a long period of time. Yeah, you have to get that humor Uh that like it kind of doesn't make sense a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I loved that show. So Mm -hmm. I liked him in that. Um. But so yeah, in twenty two thousand six, after knocked up, he gave up his um the what's it called his practice that he had but he still keeps his medical license and he said that he's actually like helped out in medical emergencies on sets like all the time which yeah. i would assume it'd it be makes handy sense. to have him around yeah um he i didn't know this and i guess i just like never heard about it or at the time like we didn't have cable so i didn't know but he had a show that he like wrote produced and starred in called dr ken in 2016 hmm. oh, okay. it only did two seasons so but it basically was kind of his um, life without being on TV. So, like, he was a doctor, he had kids, and he kind of just felt like he was failing at everything he was doing, I guess. Um, And then he, um, I also didn't know this, The Masked Singer started in Korea. Mm -hmm. So he was, like, a big person to, like, bring it over here. Laura talked about that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew that it started somewhere, but I didn't know where it started. We were having a conversation. And she was like, yeah, I watched the original one, or yeah, like, she's the one who told me. Yeah. I didn't know about it. Um, but it makes sense that, like, if he's Korean, and it started in Korea, yeah. and then he brought it here. Um, but I know that Nick Cannon is, like, the executive producer mm. of it, but I'm sure Ken has something to do producer-wise on it, because he's also started, like, other shows that he's a judge of. Gotcha. And British just started A mass Singer, and he's a judge in that one, too. Yeah. Um, not British, Britain. British. <laughs> the British the just British. started it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of his main gig right now is that. But he did start a podcast March of last year with Joel McHale. Oh. Um, they called it uh, The Darkest Timeline, which that's a reference to the episode of Community where they um, had like a game night. And they basically did a whole episode on, like, if something would have happened, what would have happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, depending on what they rolled in the game. And there was the darkest timeline of, like, everyone ended up, like, dead (laughs) or, like, hating each other or whatever. So they named it the darkest timeline, and it had to do with the pandemic. Like, basically, they were just, like, kind of, it was a joke about, like, this is the darkest timeline of, like, we did something wrong, and now we're headed down this path or whatever. <laughs> um, so, I might go back and listen to yeah. it, just because I find them both funny. Oh, yes. Joe McHale. I'm I love it. Joe McHale. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's super annoying, yes. but I love he's him He's a dick, yes. but, like, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> he always guest stars on Mass Singer, so, like, oh. I think he's always funny. Oh, so they he's, must actually be friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they're, like, BFFs. Yeah. Um, but they always, like, make fun of each other. Gotcha. So, like, that's their shtick. Yeah. Um, he is married. His wife is actually a breast cancer survivor. Um, and they have twin daughters who were born in 2007. But, um, yeah, I think, kind of like what we were saying, I feel like, regardless down the train, I think he'll either just kind of stick with this reality show type stuff, which yeah. there's so much money in it. I don't know there why is. they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, or I don't know. He does like writing and stuff, so I could see him trying to do like a serious thing, or you know, I don't know. I'd be interested to see if he like ever branches out, but he seems like a super likable guy, and I feel like he's probably just someone who was like very unfulfilled in what he was doing, even though for all intents and purposes, looking into his life, he'd be like, why is someone like you unhappy? But I kind yeah. of feel like it just goes to show like, do what you do. Yeah. Um, which, so our friend Troy just started a new job 
And sorry, this is a weird segue, but you're about to get it. Um, he just started a new job. He's, Stick with us. Yeah, he's an architect, and he left his um, architect firm, which he'd been there for, I think, like eight, nine years. He'd been there a while, and um, he started a job, like, at a lower position in a new company, and he wants to be a project manager. So, like, he wants to manage architecture projects, but he doesn't necessarily want to, like, design and do stuff like that anymore, which is interesting for an architect because usually that's kind of, like, why they want to do it. They like that creative outlet of it, but he kind of is not so much that. And Heather and I were talking today, and she was like, I feel like people are kind of asking, like, well, didn't you, like, take a job that, like, is lower than what you were doing or stuff like that? And I was like... And she's like, I don't know how he feels about it. I was like, but it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Like, if he wasn't happy doing it, like, mm-hmm. you could be making so much money or you could be doing a job that people deem as prestigious or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, if you're not happy, like, what the hell does it matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, apparently, the job he took is, like, under a project manager and he wants to be a project manager. And she's like, so he kind of has to work at this company while to get it. And I was like, and, and she's like, I feel like he kind of tries to like defend it when people like start asking about it because he's like self-conscious of it and I was like he shouldn't be he's doing something like so many other people stay in a job just to stay in a job because it is a good job or they're scared that they might fail at another job and it's like or they're too lazy to do do that to get a new job yeah that's work to get a new job they'd rather bitch about what they hate about their current job than actually go yep find what they would want to do yeah exactly um, so huh. yeah, interesting. Here's all my info for the day. A dive. little tidbit. Well, tidbit. Um, okay, so our friend Leah emailed us. Um, I feel like she was like live tweeting that episode, but through email. I like that. So yeah. she was probably at work then. Is what um, that means. She sent us like five emails right in a row. Yes. I only sent you two, but she sent like three more <laughs> after that. The first one I actually posted on our Instagram. It was like. Um, dear two girls in Ohio, interested in a jangle dangle, please tell me price and estimated time of delivery. Love, Leah. And I was like, love that. It's funny. Um, and then she was like, I'm totally down to get dinner anytime you guys want. And like, she just like answered everything. And then she sent in her bitmoji like shortly after that. There was one night where we went up to bed and Roger had my phone. He goes, you have 12 messages. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like... All my all my group messages are muted. Like yeah. they don't come up on my phone. So uh-huh. I was like, this is interesting. And I look and it's Kelly and Leah. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I open it up and it's just hilarious bitmojis from Leah. And I was cracking. I was up. like, I don't know what one to pick. He was like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, it's about the podcast. <laughs> so Bailey sent us a bitmoji, Taylor sent us a bitmoji, yes. and Leah. Yeah. But I'm really wanting one more person to send it in, so that way we could do, like, a two-verse-two and then a one-verse-one. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'd love to have you all on, but, like, trying to make this competition, as always. You know what? I bet Kate in Cleveland has not heard this, but she totally would... She totally would send it. Heather was like, I want to, but I don't want to make a bitmoji. And I was like, come on, Heather. Just make one. Just talk her through it like you did me because I didn't want to either. (laughs) I'll just send her the app. Be like, download (laughs) this. Just make it. Anytime I don't want to do something, you're like, okay, I'll just tell you how to do it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Because really all I'm saying is I don't want to figure out how to do that. (laughs) I'm surprised Jeff hasn't sent one because I know Jeff has a bitmoji. So I'm a little annoyed, but I'm seeing him on Friday. Maybe he's not caught up yet. You might have listened. Um, but you I did. did say... You were fucked up for a while. I did say that they had to send it by Sunday at 9, but I'm extending it, okay? 
So as any good professor would. <laughs> Extending that deadline. I'm extending that deadline. Um, that but whoever deadline. sends us the first one next, that's all we're taking. Yeah. Like, if I get like five, I'm going to be annoyed then that we have an odd number again. I can't do it. Yeah. So the next person really to send good. it wins. Sounds good. That you don't win like you get to be on, but you win like you get to be in the competition to do it. Yeah. You think highly of yourself. It's <laughs> one of the things I like about you. Yeah. <laughs> Full of confidence. Full of um, <laughs> Self-esteem. Not a problem here. Um, so thank you, Leah, for emailing. Yes, I love totally your email. Um, and then thank you, Bailey and Taylor, for sending in your bitmojis as well. I love that. I love that. You're slowly climbing up my friend ladder. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I was just going to talk about last weekend, but then I realized that we've been such good bitches and we've been, we've been recording yes. every week. So like, I know we're current in what we've talked about. Well, so you'd love to hear this because it was a shit show on Saturday. So Kate invited us over for green beer day. It was her excuse. But really, we just went to hang out. So we brought the kids over to their house. And she was like, I'm going to make a whiskey drink. And I was like, fine. So she did it. And then normal Kate fashion, she's like, I I feel like I didn't get it good enough. So I'm just going to keep making them until it's like perfect. And I was like, all right. So however many drinks later... We spent the night there because I was like, we can't fucking drive home. They live like 30 minutes away from us. So we'd already put Danny down in the pack and play upstairs. We planned for that because like he does need to go to bed at a normal time or he's just pissy. Marley, we can usually put a movie on and get an extra like hour and a half out of her before we got to go. But um, OU was also playing. So I wanted to finish that game. So Marley ended up falling asleep in their guest bed. And so then by like drinking games we were playing and by the end of it we were like because bailey and liz ended up coming over so then by the end of it we were all just like hammer town so we all spent the night and like woke up and like i didn't know what baby was crying whose baby it was it was it was james was not my baby um and then max was very very drunk like i've not (laughs) had him be that drunk in a long time we went home afterwards and just laid on our couch until like 2 p.m and our children just like fucked up the house because i was like we cannot function right now and kate texted me and is like we need a day drink we cannot be doing this is two weekends in a row that i'm very hungover on sunday i was like yeah we can't do this anymore or we need to plan ahead and have like child care the next day Oh, smart, smart, Like, smart. grandma needs to come pick them up smart, right away. Smart. Or just plan for a sleepover. I think they would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I don't think any grandparent, well, your parents would not mind. No, not at all. Your kids being hungover. Um, what'd you do over the weekend? Uh, I literally did nothing. You were a good bitch? You did homework? I did my work. I got ready for the week. So now that I go to work, I have to, like, to be a good person, I have to get everything ready. Like... The laundry, like, I need to be a real person again, which takes work, because I can't do things, like, daily. Right. So, I have to, like, plan ahead to do everything. So, you know, clean the house, do the laundry, get food prepped, like, do all this shit. And so, I did all of that over the weekend um, and just did homework. I I have one more push, and they want to do, my parents want to do Easter this weekend with my family. So I think it'll be easy for me to keep doing work for this week and next week. And then we go to Cancun. Yeah. So it's really, I know it's not fun what I've been doing, but I'm like, it's almost over. It's going to pay off. Yeah, honestly, it's almost over. So like this week I wrote everything that I still have to do. And I mean, it's a, you'd be like, don't show it to me. You'd be like terrified. Panic mode. Terrified at the list. 
But for me, I'm like, all right, we got this narrowed down. <laughs> it's like one page of just shit Jesus Christ. that needs to be done before April 16th. But um, honestly, it's just at the point of like doing it. Yeah. Like I know the point values of everything. I'm like, all right, this is going to get done. Yeah. Like, well, I would like... To my 4.0 got blown over the summer, so I'm like, whatever at this point. If I wanted a four, if I had a 4.0 for so long, and I was like, that's wonderful. Never had that in undergrad. My undergrad was way too hard, and now I had it, and then I blew it on my law classes, and I was like, whatever. I have a three. I don't really fucking care anymore. Like, yeah, seriously. It also doesn't matter. It doesn't. No one's gonna ask you for that. No one. No. So I just need to finish. Yeah, but I'm almost there. And then Cancun. Yeah. That was going to be my hot topic for today was spring break. Hot topic. Well, we still have one more week. We'll record next week. So I yeah. won't talk about it yet. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. It's just, I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired um, of everything. That's yeah. the problem right now. I feel like it's like senioritis of like you just get in that mode of like, it's so close, yet so far. Yeah, and they sent the emails of, like, if you need an extension, you need to fill out this paperwork and that paperwork. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine doing this a minute longer. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Get me out. Hell oh, no. shit. Did you decide what you want to do for a grad party? You and Bailey and Leah need to decide. Okay, we'll decide. It's your grad party, so. I mean, we can do both stuff. I know, but it's, it shouldn't be what I want. It should be what you guys I want. I think the only debate I have with the boat stuff is it's not very versatile. I think boat stuff is good for, like, us girls to go out because, like, literally no one cares. We had multiple tragedies happen that day, and we were still out on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of, like, water. I agree. Like, if we're I, around yes. water, I feel like we yes. can last so much more. I love water as well. So, I wonder if there's, like, a pool we can rent, or, like, I oh. don't know. Ooh. If anyone out there owns a pool, just, See, like, this is why I need a fucking pool. Yeah. Gosh. Well, there used to be, on Shark Tank, this guy had this idea about, like, basically Airbnb for people's pools. Oh. So, I wonder if that's a thing. Shit. Just go, like, Oh my god! Hang out at someone's pool all day. Have we ever looked at Airbnbs in Columbus? <gasps> we could just do an Airbnb. I, I mean, there's got to be some banging houses on Airbnb. Oh yeah, there's got. I'm gonna be. look this up right fucking now. There's got to be. We yeah, can just go with stay pools. and go stay at a house for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's because do that. Then we can do whatever the fuck we want. Right. Like, that's versatile. People can come and go. Like, yeah. If you, you know what I mean? And we can still do what we want because that's the whole thing. I don't want my day ruined because someone's trying to do something else. <laughs> that's a good point. That is a solid, 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 solid point. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to have mm-hmm. a good time. But I'm wondering if they have, like, I bet Columbus would not have two night minimums. Right? I don't think so. That, no, because if you think about it, people that need Airbnbs here would be like business people yeah. and stuff like that. How many adults? <laughs> Zero. I'm going to go with 12. <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> 12 is a good number. We are throwing a party. Is that a thing that you're not allowed to do on Airbnb? Filters. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where do I find pool? Done. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh there's no results. What? Oh, but why did it say Columbus Zoo and Aquarium? I just went Columbus. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't you do that. Just Columbus. Okay, I'll look some up, but okay. that's a good idea. 
It's a little more... And honestly, we probably could pay the same amount of money that we would pay for the boat. Yeah. Honestly. And then we would have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you getting your, rid of your kids for the whole evening? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Fuck those kids. Well, so April 19th... Oh, my gosh. Lovely. I just am switching my feet. Um, April 19th, I will be fully, like... Well, next Monday I get my second dose. But then April 19th I'll be, like, good to go. And my mom will be good to go. And we're just going to have a reunion. Fast up. Yes. And I'm just going to send my children to them every weekend for the next Buh- year. Bye. <laughs> you are cute. See you on Sunday. My mom's like, um, I was Danny's walking, like, all over the place. She's like, I just feel like I missed this whole first year of life. And I'm like, would so you like more. to be with this whole second There's year of so life? so much more Here years you of go. life. You can have all of them. You, you got Say it. Say the word. He's you there. got it. You got to take the other one, though, too. <laughs> Sorry about that. She comes. She's a hassle. Uh, What else do we have to talk about? Okay, I have a fun game. Okay. But I played it with Max, and he made me very angry. So I was like, maybe I should, like, prep Courtney for it, and we do it on another episode. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to introduce it, and if you feel like that another episode after you've done a little more research, we could have a better conversation about it. We can do it later. But if you feel like right now we can have a good conversation, because Max just severely pissed me off. Okay. I was just trying to have fun, and he's like, I just don't understand the context, and I don't understand what you're asking. And and I was like, this was literally just supposed to be a fun game that we were playing. So, have you ever thought about who would play you in a movie? You already know the answer is (laughs) no. Well, I definitely have. I know. Should we play this game reverse? (laughs) Do you want me to ask it to you? (laughs) Well, so I've also thought about who would play, like, all of our friends. I know. Okay. (laughs) But it gets a little bit hard because sometimes the people you think about to play you are actually, like, a lot older than us. Because you think about, like, oh, we grew up with, like, loving Jennifer Aniston. But, like, she actually couldn't play us in a movie. Yes. Or then you get, like people that are really famous right now. And it's like, she's actually 21. So, like, she couldn't play me. Yeah. So, it made me look into actresses in their 30s. So, I just made a list of actresses in their 30s. Okay. And I basically am like, let's pick who would play our friends out of these people. Oh. But then Max was like, I don't know who that is. I I, don't know who that is. So, now I'm nervous. You won't know who these people are. So, just you give me the list of the people, send that to me. Okay. And then I'll, I'll like, pre-do it, and then we'll have a better Okay, and yeah. then we'll compare and yeah, see yeah, if we yeah. came up with oh the same gosh. people. Tune in next time to hear <laughs> what celebrities in their 30s we pick to play our friends. It was interesting to see. So, I basically did a range of, like, 29 through, I think, like, 35 was, like, the cutoff That's that I picked. Yeah. Because there were some actresses, like, I think, like... Um, like a few people were like 38 and 39 and I was like, I like those actresses, but I still don't know if they'd work. So I kind of did a cut off there. That's fair. Um, so I'll send you the list and then next episode we'll do it and it'll be, see if we come up with the same answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (gasps) I'm so excited. So excited. Tune in next week, guys. It's going to be real fun. Real riot. Real fun. (laughs) Um, and then also next week I want to talk about, um, fun spring break memories. Okay. Since it's coming up. So get it that in your brain. It is. All right. Spring break. Spring break. I tell that story too. <laughs> I'm sure we had to have it some way. Spring break. I don't know. Spring break. I don't know. All right. Uh, I think we're going to keep it under an hour. Wow. I think we are. So Cheers. Thanks Cheers for that. 
Thanks for tuning. They're empty because we drank them. <laughs> it's been an hour. <laughs> Under an hour. Um, I'm going to say what Kelly says. Rate, review, subscribe. I said them all. Uh, two girls in Ohio at gmail.com and Instagram if you want to talk to us. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.